Hello everyone, what is up? Welcome back to another episode of Passionate Curiosity Podcast. I'm so happy to be back here with you guys after last week's episode, and I'm excited that I'm staying a bit more consistent with my content. As I mentioned in the last episode, that is currently one of my goals and a huge priority of mine is to release more content on here. And I'm actually trying something new. I'm going to be releasing shorter episodes here and there just to try new methods on recording and see what works and what doesn't. I feel like my audience is split 50-50 when it comes to people who appreciate long episodes versus short ones, so I'm going to just experiment with the idea of creating long episodes versus short episodes. I think my lengthier episodes are going to be saved for interviews with other people because that is where we explore their passions, so I think that I will open the floor up to them but I am going to try out the smaller episodes that are about, I would say they would run from about eight minutes to maybe I'll cap it at 20 minutes the most. I think some people get more value out of shorter episodes based on what they have going on in their day, if they're busy or if they have a shorter commute from home to work, you can go ahead and quickly listen to an episode and it's done and you have a new perspective on whatever it is I may be talking about in that episode. And this is definitely a way for me to talk to you guys a lot more often, so let me know what you guys think. Feedback is always appreciated. Go ahead and leave a comment, leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, or you can go ahead and reach out to me on Instagram or on Facebook. I am always excited to talk to you guys and to hear what you have to say about what it is I am creating here. So getting into the episode, the topic that I would like to discuss is consideration and communication. Now you might be wondering, okay, what does this have to do with passionate curiosity? But I really truly think in order to freely open yourself up to your imagination, to creativity, and to curiosity, you have to be able to open yourself up to people in general. I'm starting to realize more and more that life is more about the connections that you have and the people that you have in your life than it is about anything else. And with that said, communication and consideration are the pillars to a happier, more wholesome life, at least when it comes down to relationships. And by relationships, I don't mean just romantic relationships. I mean every connection with another human being that you have as a whole. So your mom, your dad, your siblings. Now, in my human nature, I can definitely agree that communication and consideration are things that you don't really want to think about when you're in the heat of a moment. If you're in an argument, for example, or a disagreement, You don't want to think about how you communicated and how you considered. You just think about how you yourself are hurt by another person. And that is because, in all honesty, these two things can easily slip away if we haven't trained our minds to believe that other things are more important. It's hard to see the big picture when all we can see is how we feel in that given moment. But if you take a moment right now and truly realize that you are at the place that you're currently in mentally, physically and emotionally because of a series of choices that you made that led you to here. And how you chose to communicate and hold consideration for others was vital to where you ended up. Once again, you are at the place that you are in mentally, physically, and emotionally because of a series of thoughts that you chose to believe in and the choices you made thereafter. The same way we have to train our muscles for growth, 
we have to train our mentality. Our brains are structured with plasticity, meaning it can literally change its shape based on the thoughts we are choosing. And when we are choosing unhealthy thoughts, we are literally creating brain damage through the way our brains respond to those thought choices. So we must practice and train ourselves to choose wisely. Just a random example, let's say you and your spouse or loved one or partner or whatever are having a disagreement and you make the choice to sleep on the couch. You have physically chosen to separate yourself from the person, in turn, from the situation, and you are then left with the choice of your thoughts that follow. You can choose to lay there on the couch and spend the entire night blaming them for what happened, criticizing them and their methods, and choosing to maintain the status of the situation. Or you can choose to ask yourself in the midst of everything, what about me? What could I have done to mend the problem? And ask, was I being considerate and was I communicating efficiently? Now, if you want to find a way to put this into practice, then I would suggest starting with your parents. This was the first relationship that you've ever had in your life. And I challenge you to take a moment and ask yourself, do I consider them and how do I communicate with them? I understand that it's a two-way street and in a lot of situations it feels like maybe you have done all that you can and they don't reach back out and you've extended your hand Or maybe you're even in an abusive relationship. But nevertheless, we can only choose the thoughts that we allow regardless of anyone else's actions. And we must choose our thoughts wisely to avoid the manifestation of bitterness or resentment or negativity that has more long-lasting repercussions in our lives. Every encounter that you have with another human being matters. Our bodies are physically created to embrace one another. Your very existence was created from a human, your father, and you came through another human being who then became your mother. We all exist because of each other. If you think of a good business, it's entirely dependent on the team of employees and loyal customers that make the product or services being offered something of value. You know, going back to the previous episode, we have to allow ourselves to release our ego so that we can realize that nothing worth having and nothing worth doing can be achieved alone. I personally have been waking up every single day at 6 a.m. to challenge myself to go on gratitude walks. And I personally wanted to do it in the morning because, for one, no one else wakes up early as early as 6 a.m. If they do, they are getting ready for work, they have something else going on. No one really just wakes up at 6 a.m. for no reason. So I wanted to allow that time to be for myself. I also really appreciate the sun rising. I think there's something special about greeting the day and being grateful for another day and seeing the sun and connecting to nature. That's just something that I personally connect with. And I feel that it's almost impossible to not have a spirit of gratitude when you rise in the morning and you see the sunrise. So I wanted to make sure that now that I have that time to intentionally wake up and be mindful and allow that time for myself so that I can practice gratitude. Because it is so easy to get caught up in your day, to wake up and automatically start getting busy, and you forget and you get caught up in the moment and you forget what you're doing it for, you forget that the people in your life won't be there forever, and you don't have the spirit of gratitude because everything is catching up to you and you didn't have the moment 
to yourself. A lot of people go to the gym and they think that that is more of something that is their me time. And so if you are one of those people, then I really suggest waking up early and going to the gym. Or maybe you are an artist and you like to paint, then wake up early and paint. Or if you like to read, sometimes if I don't want to get out of bed and I'm still a little bit tired, I'll just pick up a book and read. Because for me, that is taking time to intentionally invest in myself. So whatever it is for you that you value as me time is a great way to start your day with gratitude and with grace and with patience. Get that time in for yourself, whether it be reading a book, going to the gym, just walking outside, sitting on a balcony and watching the sunrise with your blanket wrapped around you, whatever it may be, I challenge you to wake up and take that moment by yourself, to yourself, or maybe that is the only moment where you can interact with people, depending on what your life is like. If you spend the rest of your day alone, maybe challenge a friend or a loved one to wake up early because you want to spend more time with them, and let that be your sacred time of being together and connecting. Um, Whatever it may be for you, I challenge you to wake up and allow yourself to ease into the day. That way you can have more grace, more patience, and more consideration to communicate to other people. And that concludes this episode of Passionate Curiosity Podcast. Please let me know what you think about consideration and communication. Maybe you don't find those two things to be as important as I do. Maybe you have a completely different take on it. I would love to talk to you about that. See what you think about it. Pick your brain and we can talk about, we can have a whole discussion on these two ideas. And we can also elaborate and we can expand the conversation to see what else is important when it comes to having strong relationships and positive relationships in our lives. As always, I am going to end this episode with a current obsession And this obsession has been around for many, many years, but I have been, I would say the past four months, I have been obsessed with this. It is kiwi fruit. You guys don't understand. Kiwis are the bomb.com. Kiwis are the way to go. First off, you cut into a kiwi, and that thing is beautiful. There's symmetry, there's color. You know, the best part is right in the middle. It's the the source of fruitfulness. It's the source of life. It is everything to me. It's like candy. Also, I want to know, how do you guys eat kiwis? I personally eat it with the skin. Um, People find me, and I think it's even more beneficial if you eat it with it because you get more fiber, you get more vitamin C, There's just a lot of benefits to eating it with the skin. Also, when you cut a kiwi, it's slimy. So why would you want to do that? Why do that to yourself? Why would you consume something slimy when you're going to chew it up anyway? You might as well add a crunch to your munch. I should be an ad for kiwi fruit because I really truly believe that this is the fruit of God. All fruits are fruits of God, but this is the holy fruit. 
I can go on and on talking about this, but in case you want a quick summary of the benefits of kiwi, it has a high source of vitamin C, it's a sleep inducer, it's a good source of dietary fiber, helps digestion, it's a good source of folate, powerhouse of vitamins and minerals, beautiful skin, like what else do you need? Um, it's, it fights inflammation, it's great for weight loss, it's great for fighting cancerous cells in your body. So I really recommend right now in the middle of summer to go out there and get yourself some kiwi. Um, you can find it at any grocery store and just indulge in the greatness of kiwi that we have been blessed with from Mother Nature herself. Like, thank you. I am so grateful. Thank you for listening to Passionate Curiosity Podcast. We'll see you next time.